0: Listen now to The Adventures of Sam Spade, starring Howard Duff in The Convertible Caper. Sam Spade, Detective Agency. Me, sweetheart. Sam! I knew you'd have the courage to come back and face it. Well, I'm back, Effie. What shall I face first? You didn't do something else, did you, Sam? Besides what? Besides running away with that woman in a stolen car. You're a little mixed up, Evie. The car was stolen from her. You mean it was her own car? Well, not exactly, Evie. You see, she stole it from somebody else, and then somebody stole it from her, and then I got it back for her. Well, it must have been quite a car to be worth all that trouble. Uh, it wasn't so much the car, Evie, as body Sam, I don't understand. Think it over, sweetheart. I'll be right down to dictate my report. <laughs>
1: Can't you? Can't you take no for an answer?
0: And just what do you mean by that, Miss Perrine? The
1: claw marks
0: the paint. Wrong again, sweetheart. She said yes, I said no. Hence the scratches.
1: I knew she was that type the minute she walked into this office. That ankle bracelet and green nail polish. Green
0: nail
1: polish. Well, cute colors.
0: This one goes to homicide, Effie. Oh,
1: not another murder, thing.
0: What else? <sighs> Two, Detective Lieutenant Dundee from Samuel Spade with uh, license number one two seven five nine six. Subject, the convertible caper. Dear Dundee, it had been a dull morning, but just before lunchtime, things began to brighten up. Her clothes looked like money, and what they were wrapped around looked even better. She eased herself into the chair I pushed up for her, rattled about a thousand bucks with a charm bracelet at me, and... After she'd arranged her legs, mouth, and eyes to our mutual satisfaction, she allowed me to hear the sound of her beautiful voice.
1: I do not know whether you will be interested in my case or not, Mr. Starr.
0: Put your mind at rest, Mr.
1: Estrada. Mrs. Who knows? Perhaps I am merely a waste of time.
0: My time is your time as you stay in the States, Mrs. Stenner. Oh,
1: you are very sympathetic, very kind. Yes. Entrance, my automobile has been stolen. When and from where? Last night, after midnight, while I was checking in at the Hotel San Rafael, What I am saying, I foolishly left it parked outside with the keys in it.
0: Have you reported us to the police? No. I suggest you do. Now. No. No? No. Well, why not?
1: Because I stole it from another. I see. No, but you do not yet know all. If the police find the card and notify the one from whom I stole it, then that one will know that I am in San Francisco.
0: And that's bad.
1: Ah, oh, that. If he finds out I am in San Francisco, then he will come here and kill me. That is why I must recover the car rapidly and without the police. You will be glad
0: to hear me. It'd be very pleasant, Mrs. Strada, but our cars are not exactly in my line. You wish that I... don't I... think anybody would murder you just for stealing his car. Oh, not for the
1: car, no. Already he tries to kill me once, twice, three times. So I take the car and drive away rapidly. Away from where? Mexico State of Chihuahua, where this pig resides who wishes to murder me. Why? Oh. He drinks. He becomes a beast. He accuses me of... Look. Look here on my shoulder, this car. Where already he cuts me with a knife. Hmm. Uh-huh. Now you have seen something that changes your mind about me, huh? You see that I am sincere?
0: Why, Mrs. Strata, I never had any doubts.
1: Oh, please. I am without friends. You will call me Miss okay? Yes, indeed, Nietzsche. Bueno, no, ya friends? Hmm. In the car is sitting the pig. Hmm.
0: Hey, what's this uh, pig's name?
1: Pig is the only name I will honor him with. Pig. Pig.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, what makes a car, is this? Uh...
1: You know this kind of car?
0: Yeah, it's a foreign car. I've seen a few around. This must have set the pig back several thousand bucks.
1: Uh, he steals everything. Listen, my darling, please notice. Around here is paint,
0: With blue fenders. Uh-uh, not anymore. That's the first thing a car that changed the paint job. Any other uh, distinguishing marks?
1: distinguishing marks? Yes. Yeah. I think. Uh, it has a radio. You don't say. Uh-huh. And it has windshield wipers.
0: Uh-huh. Well, uh, I'll buzz around, Mitchell. If I find anything, I'll let you know. Uh, my fee is. Uh... Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, that is something else. I have no money.
0: Oh, that's great. That's just great.
1: But I am sincere. You said so. Look, my darling, take this. It is worth very much. See? This little charm alone. Platinum set with diamonds. Worth very much. You will keep it until I pay you, huh? Eh? I think that's fine.
0: I'll you She thrust the charm bracelet into my hand, bit me on the ear, and departed. I put a Band-Aid on it, ran some cold water over my head, poured myself a stiff slug of bourbon, and examined the bracelet. The dangle, she pointed out, was a white metal disc with a monogram in diamonds. Two uh, vertical bars with a horizontal one on top. It was the Greek letter pi, or the initials TT depending on who had stolen it from whom. I knew it was at least worth my fee. I dropped it into my pocket and went out. My first stop was over on Mission. The sign on the building says, uh, Masterpiece Auto Painting, Joe Rembrandt, proprietor." Sam, long time no see. Hello, Joe. Uh, Got something you want painted? No, but I think you may have painted something I want. Sam, you know me. They drive them in the front. We spray the paint on them and push them out the back. No questions asked. That's quite a turnover, Joe. Yeah, we're going big time. Got the exclusive now for the syndicate work in the hill. Is that right? Yeah. What are you looking for, Sam? A murder car? Could be. It's a custom job. Foreign car. Uh, Deonser. Here's what it looks like. Yeah. Convertible. Sure, come in this morning. Two-color job. Which two colors? Canary yellow body, baby blue fenders. Yeah, quite a car, Sam. What a snazzy heap. Heap, huh? Yeah. Is that what you want to know? It was. Happy Herman Heap was one of the biggest used car thieves in the city. As I got off the streetcar in front of Happy Herman's lot, a splash of canary yellow paint caught my eye. I stroll down between the rows of cars and found it. Yes, sir. Heap's the name. Happy Herman Heap. Every car on this lot is in perfect mechanical condition. Take your choice. Kind of hard to choose, Herman. There's so many here. Yes, yes sir. It takes a heap of heaps to make a heap of heap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that yellow job uh, with the blue fenders, there? Uh, oh, yes, sir. But the, uh, the, the motor in that car, it does need some work. Now, over here. Does it run? No. Uh, Oh, yes, it'll run. But over now, here, this is I... more what I want. Let me try it. Uh... Sounds all right to me. Oh, idling, yes. but needs some work in the transmission of the differential. Mind if I drive it around the block? Well, the mechanics were just about to work on it. Besides, uh, I'm afraid this car is more than you care to invest. Well, let me try it out anyway. Here, I'll uh, leave it a deposit. <laughs> I reached in my pocket for Meech's charm bracelet. He took one look at it, and his expression changed. Well, well, why didn't you say so? No deposit is necessary. You can car yours. Drive it as far as you like. Thank you, Harmon Heath. I took him at his word. I put the magic bracelet in my pocket, drove back to O'Farrell Street, parked in front of the San Rafael Hotel, slipped the doorman a buck to wash it for me, and went on into the lobby. The desk clerk said that Senorita Estrada had checked out 30 minutes before, leaving no address. I found the house check in the bar and asked him for a rundown. Yeah, I remember her, Sam. Very nice dish. Any callers signing? Yeah, two guys. Huh? They went out and they came, even been back since. Who were they? You won't believe it, Sam. One of them was Tom Tom Carey. What's he doing in San Francisco? He's wanted for murder. Yeah, I don't know, but there must be plenty in it if he's brought him back across the border. He's staying here. Yeah. Room six thirteen. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor, will you, partner? Anything at all, sir. There's a car parked outside in the loading zone here. Store it in the hotel garage for me, will you? Upstairs, as far out of sight as you can get it. I went upstairs and rang the buzzer at room six thirteen door was opened by a little dark-inflected man with hard eyes and Indian features. There was a mean-looking knife in his hand, but he put it away at a nod from Tom Tom Carey. How'd you find out I was in town? Not from me, too. I don't know how much she told you, Sam, but if she told you this much, he was loving It's a million-dollar caper, and you know some of the things I've done for less. What's in it for me? What'd she pay you? Nothing. She left this charm bracelet in Hawkins. Now, boss, I caught him now. Shut up, Hawkins. Give me that person. Mine. Uh-uh. Watch it, Tom. Don't crowd me. I got something bigger than this or you wouldn't be here. All right, Sam, what do you want? I want to hear you talk. Well, I guess you know I've been down in Mexico, eh? I'm listening. I got a little business down here, garage business. Running hot cars across the border from the States? Mm-hmm. We cool them all. Little body and his serial number. Like plastic says it. Sounds like a good business. You shouldn't be neglecting it. You met the Danes. She says you want to kill her. Uh, I was off my trout. I scared her. I didn't mean anything. I thought I could scare her into sitting around. I'll let parto nick her shoulder a little bit. Oh, no, just a little bit. Yeah. I figured her wrong. I know that, now yeah. If I could see her for five minutes just to talk to her, I know it'd be okay. I can't help you, Tom Tom. I want to talk to her myself. since she hasn't got a penny, only that car. She figures I'm pedaling that, not anymore. more. She already told it. Some car thieves took it. She hired me to trace it. Listen, yeah. Maybe, broke in a strange country, I'd look good to her again. But here's a thousand bucks, Sam. Yeah? Oh, this is so sudden, no, Tom Tom. Nothing, When you fear again, give her that bracelet back, man. Yeah? It was a present from me. And whatever you do, don't find their color. Okay, Tom Tom, it's a promise. Same Only one thing I don't understand. You said it was a million dollar caper. I meant that. She's worth a million bucks to me, Sam. The girl, Tom Tom? Or the car? Oh, I wish you hadn't asked that question, Sam. I really do. And now, back to the convertible caper. Tonight's adventure with Sam Spade. <laughs> when Tom Tom Carey said a million dollar caper, he meant just that. He never risked a rap for less than a hundred grand, and no dame that ever lived was worth more to him than a hot mink coat. If Nietzsche wasn't a million-dollar package, the car was. I didn't know what was in it, but time, it might be diamonds, dope, smuggled Chinese, or just plain money. So I went back to the hotel garage. I climbed the Great. long, curving ramp to the second floor and found the Number canary 13, yellow De convertible crowded in behind four ranks of cars at the rear of the building. I started to work on it. Nothing in the luggage trunk, nothing under the seats, under the upholstery and the door panels, nothing anywhere. Then I got tiny stover and the two of us went over the second time. Ah, it's a cold lead, sir. It's not, I know it's not. Now, think, Tiny. What's different about this car? Well, little solider built than most. Good body work. I don't know. Mo- hey, here's something. What? There's a hole punched out of this fender over here. About the size of a quarter. Let me see that. Yeah, right here. It curves under, see? Oh, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. What's that you got? Some person. Did you say this dangle on here was what was cut out of that fender? Let me see. It fits. It fits it even the curve. Yeah. What does it mean, Sam? The dangle on the bracelet of a solid platinum. Hey, Sam, are you trying to tell me the fenders on this heap are solid platinum? You got a pocket knife, Sammy? Yeah. Yeah. There you are. Nice. Yeah, it shines. Sam, is this a hot car? <laughs> I didn't answer him. I didn't have to. He looked in the gray-white gleam of the bracelet shine with a square of paint I'd scraped off the fender and answered the question himself. Meech's convertible was convertible in more ways than one. It was about the hottest car in San Francisco as of that moment. After I'd left the garage, I tried to phone Tom Tom, but he wasn't in. I had an uncomfortable feeling he was out looking for me. He was. As I stepped out of the phone booth, there was a rush of air past my left ear. A knife stuck in the wood less than an inch west of him. Came out in the street and to see him duck around the corner into an alley. I ran after him. I called him and stood him up against the wall. Let me go. Let me go. I cut you down. What do you know about that car? What do you know about that car? Come on, talk or you get more of this. I don't know nothing. They don't tell me nothing. Where's major I don't know. Meechus don't know nothing either. Only Tom Tom and... Tom Tom and who else? I don't talk no more. Are they cutting you in? I don't need no cut. The boss, he pays me good. Forty pesos. Sometimes more. Work for me and I'll cut you in. I cut you to pieces. The boss treats me good. Sure. You do all the dirty work. there's any trouble, you'll take the rap. What means rap? They put you in a little room and squirt gas in you. You fall dead. Gas? Yes. Tom Tom do this? He does indeed. Venga. Come. I take you to see the man. Su nombre, of famous. I think he will be very happy to see you. The place Paco took me to was about as high on Russian Hill as you can get. The house was old, faced in brownstone, and had a high iron fence around it. And the gate was the main place, H.H. Lovelace. When I opened it to go in, I noticed that Paco was no longer with me. Oh! Mr. Spade, come in, come in. The gray-haired gentleman who greeted me was wearing a wing collar, a carnation, and a very distinguished air. I can hardly believe it, but he was definitely, beyond the shadow of a doubt, none other than the one and only, happy Herman Heath. Well, Mr. Spade, I see that you're surprised. I'm overwhelmed, uh, Mr. Heath. That Lovelace. Lovelace, that is the correct name. For my uh, avocation, I selected my first and second names, the H.H., you know. My full name is Herman Heap Lovelace. About that car, Mr. Spade. Uh, yeah, about that I must own that you outwitted me. I was rather proud of my little device, the disc on the charm bracelet, you know. When you showed it to me at the, uh, my business establishment, I naturally thought you were authorized to take the car. Yeah, naturally. However, I'm not averse to enterprise in a young man. And I'm prepared to pay for my blunder. You said a million I still couldn't accept, Mr. Lovelace. Oh, why not? I was hired to recover that car for my client. It's not mine to sell. Well, it's certainly not hers. I don't care whose it is. All I know is that my client's life is in danger, and it has uh, something to do with that car. Miss Strudder? Yeah. Excuse me one moment. A <laughs> arrived. Hello, Waffle. That's all she said. And she stood there looking at me in that way that made you not care who she was double-crossing or why. Then she turned to uh, Lovelace, alias Herman Heap.
1: How much does he know?
0: Alas, everything, I fear.
1: He has agreed to our terms? Yes. Good. I must have my bracelet back now, Sam.
0: Sure, it's right here in my... I reached in my coat pocket for the charm bracelet she'd given me to keep for it. It wasn't there. It wasn't any of my pockets. I guessed that it was in one of Paco's pockets. Meechia watched me fumbling, her eyes blazing with anger.
1: Fool, you have lost it. We are helpless without that. I
0: thought it was the car you wanted. Please, please, one thing at a time. I suggest that we first gain
1: possession of the car. Yes, Lovelace, you are right. First the car. Ah, yes.
0: This is the car at last. A princess in vulgar raiment, but still a princess. No royal coach carrying a king to a coronation ever held such riches. I just talk too much. Oh, oh I do. do. Well, take your place at the wheel, Mitchell. We shall drive out of here into a splendid future. Uh, after you, Mr. Spade. No, no, Mr. Heath. After you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Ironic, isn't it, that with all my varied interests, I've never learned to drive a car. That a two buck You uh, seem kind of shaky, Mitchell. You sure you can handle the car down the ramp? I'm very good driver, Waffle. Nita, stop! Put on your brakes. There's a man coming up the ramp. Pete. 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 No. He was dead before I got to him. As I leaned over him, I saw the bracelet lying beside his hand. I picked it up and walked back to the car. Nita and Herman Heat Lovelace were sitting in stony silence, glaring at each other. Is he dead? Yeah. For the bracelet on him? I didn't what? Love life. Go on uh, oh. Must I? It's, it's very distasteful to me. Uh, come, Mr. Spade.
1: You fool. We trust this detective. Go yeah. on. Very well. Get in, Sam. Get in. We leave him here. What's the matter? Is something wrong?
0: Oh, uh, nothing at all. Come back here. This is an outbreak. I mean.
1: A cigarette.
0: Sure, sure. Here you are. Gracias. De nada. <laughs> I,
1: um... Uh, I saw you pick up the bracelet. I meant that you should share it with me. That is why I gave you the bracelet in the first place. I liked you
0: couldn't have been because you were safe as long as Tom-Tom didn't know where the bracelet was and if you had to kill somebody for it, it would be me.
1: Please, Carita, what does it matter now? We are together, we have the car, we
0: have the bracelet, and the pig is dead. That's what worries me. Oh, surely you do not think I meant to kill him. Of course not. Your foot just slipped, you stepped in the gas by accident. Yes, yes, that was it. It won't stick, sweetheart. Not with me. But with the police? My story won't help you. I don't know enough.
1: Oh? Then I tell you everything. I was with Tom Tom for a year. I hated him 365 days. I tried to run away. Always that Paco came after and brought me back. Then, Senor Lovelace came with the car. Senor Lovelace had much money, but he could not take it from the country. So he bought, sold platinum. Some he received from refugees who had sent their fortunes abroad in that form. But there was no safe
0: way to get it across the border. So for a cut, Tom-Tom had the platinum made into fenders and welded onto the car. Why was the bracelet so important?
1: It was too dangerous for Lovelace to bargain directly. Tom-Tom was to get the money for the platinum and give the little piece of the fender as a token. Yeah. Lovelace would know who to give the car to when they showed it to him.
0: That's why he let me drive the car off the lot, huh?
1: <laughs> I don't care, darling, even if you tried to steal it. Now we understand each other, No. You are tough too, tougher than Tom Tom, I think. Well, well, now we have everything for ourselves, you and me. What do we care for the others,
0: eh? You make a good pitch, sweetheart. You look beautiful while you're making it. But I don't like you driving. What do you mean? Pull over. I'm driving the seat back to the city. No. I said pull over.
1: I won't let you do it. I don't care what happens.
0: Take it easy. You want to kill us both? Sure, I will kill us both. We die together or we live together. Yes or no? You're not. Answer me. The answer is no. Well, no, you will see I mean what I say. The fog thinned out just as we rounded a bend in the road. There was a point ahead with a sheer 300-foot drop to the sea. She jerked the car away from the pavement and steered straight at it. I grabbed the wheel and twisted it. The car skidded on gravel and slid sideways toward the cliff. I got the door open and tried to yank her out with me. She held on and kicked me until I rolled free. She didn't look very beautiful when I saw her for the last time. And the flashy convertible was a pile of junk. Very expensive junk, but junk all the same. I understand the federal men have confiscated the platinum and are holding lovelace for questioning. I doubt if he'll crack. Nobody can embarrass a used car salesman. Period, and a report.
1: Sam, do you really like this racket we're in? I hate it. So do I. But don't let's ever go into any other racket.
0: It's a promise, sweetheart. Why, I'll never know. I'll never know. Good night, Sam. Good night, sweetheart. The Adventures of Sam Spade, Dashiell Hammett's famous private detective, was written for radio by Bob Tolman and Gil Dowd, with musical direction by Lud Gluskin. Sam Spade is played by Howard Duff. Maureen Tuttle is Effie. Effie. Tonight's program was directed by Elliot Lewis.